Accountants provide a valuable service to SME businesses. Whether you are a landlord, small business, or facing a tax investigation, our next guest, Elena Meski, is a licensed accountant and tax advisor, leading the team of accountants and tax professionals at Elena Meski & Co. If you want to know more about Elena and how she can help your business, then join us after the introduction. Hello and welcome. I'm Clayton M. Koch, and I'm also the host for The Cashflow Show, the radio show that's disguised in the shape of a podcast, but with so much more. Every week, we'll be interviewing someone inspiring from the business world and finding out how they started in business, what their trials and tribulations were, and how they intend to grow their business in the future. We will also be finding out about what they do in their spare time, as well as asking them to pick a book, a film, and a favorite single or album, and to share their reasons for doing so. So why not join us at The Cashflow Show? It's not just a radio show, it's a whole new way of doing business. The Cashflow Show, coming to you from the city of London. Real people, real business, real talk. Hello, Elena, and welcome to The Cashflow Show. Hi, Clayton. Thank you very much for having me. You're most welcome. Well, Elena, you've got a very varied portfolio of services that you share as a business. And I'd like to start off by asking you, can you tell us a bit more about your role at Elena Meski Co.? Thank you. I'm leading the team of accountants and tax professionals. We work with the clients, uh, predominantly with the business owners and with the small, medium businesses. When the business owner, just like me, had enough of being an employee and uh, went on their own and set up the business, delivering to what they have uh, close to their heart, the profession and the skills they can provide. Excellent. So how is it set up at Elena Meski & Co? You mentioned that you've got, you're leading a team of professionals. How does that work? We have a team of uh, 15 accountants and tax advisors uh, in the team. We do have uh, several pods and uh, the dedicated team apportioned to the particular set of clients. So the clients continuously have the single point of contact and the same person. So the same responsible manager when they handling the query, they know the in-depth situation, how the client business is built up, and that provides the continuity and uh, better valuable tax advice and accounting advice when the client comes to us and they want to make any sort of financial decision. So when did you first get the idea that you wanted to do this? Oh, that throws me back like 12 years. I actually qualified in the public accountancy practice, just like mine. And then I thought, mm, I know a lot about everything of different sort of businesses. And I thought, I want to explore some deeper industries and hooray, I've been headhunted by a very luxury oil trading company as a financial controller, financial director. I came aboard and uh, I looked through the processes, how the business is run, and I realized there are a lot of duplications and uh, the positions, they create extra work rather than getting to the result. I try to simplify the processes. I streamline the processes, used a lot of automations. I made myself redundant and other four people who literally were doing the same job day in, day out, saved the business half a million along the way, improved it in six months, and then came up with the idea that I have so much free time that I have 
to leave the company, they will become my client to outsource and I can help exactly the same businesses along the way. So this is how it's all started. That's an incredible story. It really is, is that you really found the secret source of how these things work and were able to benefit from it. Yes, it was. I literally worked through the whole process and I remember it now about it and I've got the goosebumps. I had been heavily criticized through the process uh, because people would, would come back to me and say, why do you do it? You've got to make us redundant. You you simplify, you take in away. The company got the budget. The company has got the money. They can pay us. They can afford us. I'm like, yes, fair enough. But that's not the purpose. The purpose of the business to make money is the most efficient way. I appreciate you might lose the job, but then you can find another fit in the company, how to take the company forward, because otherwise it just, we're going to be there for the sake of being there. And this is not how the business should operate. So, and then down the line, when the whole strategy unveils, I was very happy with the result that I have improved. I made my difference. I did not want to do the job just for the sake of it. And it was very lucrative. It was very easy. And uh, with the processes I put in place, I literally had to work only one hour a day just to keep everything under control and oversee how it all works. For me, it would be at least unethical to keep my job, work one hour, you know, hanging around just for socializing in the office. <laughs> and then I think I would be just bored to death and I couldn't do that. That's amazing. For me, it's the dream really that most people want is to have a business that runs itself. And that's where you can get the maximum benefit from it. So what was it like starting your first bit? You mentioned goosebumps. Were you a bit scared as well? Yeah, I was scared. It was really worrying to me as well because it's full of uncertainty and uncertainty it's probably one of the first or second scare to the person i think the first one would be the public speaking the second would be the dentist and the third one would be the the scare of uncertainty so yeah it was really challenging but I listened to one of your podcasts and uh, it really resonated with me when you said that it's usually we dive deep into work when we try to go away from something. Yeah. That really resonated with my personal story because I kind of, I went aside, I started the business and it was brewing there, here and there. I was comfortable with that at some point. And then I had a personal drama, which was uh, really devastated. And uh, this is what gave me an extra boost just to forget about it and go away from that problem. I started to rent the office, I started to hire a team, and I lost myself in the whole process of that. So yeah, it's exactly how it all started. You've done a magical job at this company, and you've turned it around. Now you're starting your new company. What's it like being your own boss in your head now? <gasps> it's, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely horrible it's uh you you work in the company as employee uh at some point you're getting fed up to work under the uh lunatic who wants you to to work longer hours deliver 
much better result, quality and everything, you decide to leave the job, work on your own and surprise, you get an even worse lunatic who is yourself, <laughs> who has no limits, who does not give you any personal space, who does not let you to sleep, to eat or anything, is just sitting in your head and saying, go, 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 another client, another bill, another invoice, another work. And it does not stop. It's horrible. Do you know something? I think there are a lot of people that feel that way. And, you know, I have to say in times being your own boss, yeah, it can be lovely. And we talk about the relaxation aspect of it, but you drive yourself to the ground. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. You, you, you definitely need a person from outside. Nowadays, the business owner can have the business coach, the mentor, the accountant, the lawyer, the friend, the partner, the mother, father, whoever, but there would be the person. In my particular story, I did not have anyone so close to me and I probably have a temper of my own. I would not listen to anyone anyway. Give me that sort of advice. Now, 12 years down the line, I have a business coach. I have a mentor. I have the counseling. I have a whole bunch of partners and network whom I can refer to if I feel that something does not work. And this is what we try to achieve when working with our clients, uh, with business owners. We say, you're not there alone. You have us. We have different line of expertise. We have a very wide range of networking. We can find any solution and we can advise you about anything. If we can't resolve the problem or issue you have in-house, we always can put recommendations through. And um, at the end of the day, what I think we are in this, obviously the first primary reason is for money. Any business, as an accountant, I have to be honest, business, primary goal, make money. Secondary goal is up to the business owner why you are in this game. And I'm in this game to make a difference and to help all these business owners to go through the difficulty of vicious circle and uh, finally identify the secondary goal, why they are in it. So whether they deliver the quality, the message, help, service, whatever they do, they need to find it. Because as soon as they find it in their soul, in their head, in their team, in their company, the life will be completely different. That would be the turning point from miserable business owner to the inspired entrepreneur who will go, wake up, have the sparkle in their eye, sparkle in their soul, and they will go and deliver it. So that's, I, I find it absolutely amazing and life-changing for many people I've worked with so far. So tell me, what type of clients do you normally attract and what are your main areas of work? My main areas of work is uh, extract the business owner from the operational processes. We work with the business owners who started their own business. They want to grow it. At some point in time, they will hit the plateau, just like I did when I was comfortable and the business was creating money, keeping me busy and uh, kind of eating my personal life slowly but steadily. And I was adopting to it. I was adjusting to it. So yes, I can work one extra hour and now I can work another half an hour here and there and I can escape the party, the meeting or something and just keep working, working, working. And uh, I find that business owners, they struggle in different aspects. They struggle to delegate because they want to 
keep the quality of the service on this pristine, remarkable level to heat up their attitude and emotion why they started the business. I find it they try to solve the financial side of the business as well because they try to do everything themselves rather than delegating things because they keep in the top on the budget without realizing that without delegation, without outsourcing the financial or bookkeeping or accounting function, they effectively eating up their own time. So all these many aspects, this is what we're going through with the business owners and finding the solution. What's the best? solution, how they best to outsource or to delegate or to find the other function when they're ready to, uh, when they are prepared and ready financially to hire more staff or maybe obtain the financial uh, support from the bank like loan or any sort of uh, high purchase to buy equipment. So we work on the daily challenges any business owner has um, and uh, our client managers, they are uh, know in depth the client business, what they work with they know enough how to help them to prepare. We have many life-changing stories and business-changing stories, how businesses grow and uh, persevere through the challenges with a good financial advice. So what I wanted to know was, is that we talked a lot about business owners, but you also support landlords who basically maybe have a portfolio of properties. Would I be right in saying that? Yeah, yeah. So how do you support landlords? And why might they need your services? I find property is a particular area of my interest as well. Personally, uh, we as a family, we have a number of uh, properties we're looking after. That's why we have an extensive expertise on that level, how to manage, where to put the resources through. At some point in time, I came to the realization that people invest into properties, landlords invest into the properties because they find it the way to grow their, they call it passive income. I'm not going to swear at your respectable podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is not a passive income. This is such a hard work. It's not a passive income whatsoever. Buying shares, sitting on your sofa and waiting for dividends to come, that is a passive income. But buying the property, it's not. It gives the landlord more comfort because you kind of, you understand you've got an asset, it's brick and mortar rather than it's a piece of paper in the bank, but it is a hard work. At the end of the day, it is responsibilities. Landlords, they have such extensive responsibilities that uh, it is very complicated. And when people see only the lucrative side of it, buy the property and invest your money, you're going to have rental income for years. So I wanted to move on from that and then to talk about what the section that we call What Are You Like? Mm -hmm. Where we talk about your favourite book, your favourite film, your favourite single mm -hmm. and basically get an idea as to what you're like as a person. Sure. So you've chosen a couple of books here, but the one that sticks out is The Alchemist. Is that right? Yes, Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And why have you chosen that one? I find it's very inspiring, especially for the business owner, because it demonstrates the eagerness to have things done. And this agility, no matter what, you would go through the challenges to get to the outcome. Um, have you ever read this? No, I haven't. I haven't. 
I find it, it's a very deep philosophical meaning in that book. It's relatively small, but uh, it's really, really deep meaning to it. You read it like a novel. And then I think I read it about 10 times in my young age. And now my kids drawing, I also read it with them together. And every time we read it, it gives them the opportunity. How would they react? What would they do in this situation? It's very deep book, regardless of the size. So I would strongly recommend. I find it very soul healing. And especially for the business owners, when they uh, face the challenges, and uh, sometimes they think that it feels like they go in circles. This is the book for the moment. I wanted to ask about your favorite business book, which is Daniel Priestley, Key Person of Influence. Exactly. Yes. Daniel, I had a very interesting uh, story about that book. My husband is uh, also a business owner and uh, we had a moment in life when we were like looking for how to progress with our own businesses and we were very deep into the business development books. And uh, I would choose my sort of books and he would choose his books. At some point, my husband uh, were so engaged with one book and he's like, darling, I'm, I'm reading this book. It is absolutely amazing. You would love it. It's fantastic. And I would be um, engaged with another book and I would be very happy to share information from that book. How surprisingly was that? that we were reading different books, but the same author by Daniel Quisley. Ah. So I was reading the, the book 24 Assets and my husband was reading Key Person of Influence. So we were so excited to realize that this is the same author. And then my husband decided to surprise me. So he booked an event uh, for the business owners to, to go and see other inspirational business owners and, and uh, support the networking. And uh, my husband being a very creative person, he booked the event, which was led and created by Daniel Priestley. Oh! So we went there and uh, I was so fascinated and surprised and I was elated actually finally to meet the person um, whom uh, whose book been so inspirational to me and my husband. So, and then we met him and uh, we made a close connection. I know Daniel personally. He was my business mentor at some point uh, and it was very, very inspiring and it's a very good contact I'm proud to share off and I totally recommend the books. It's very deep, very educational and there are a lot of practical advice. Right. So let's move on slightly only just slightly because you actually are an author of some books yourself can you tell me about those Oh, yes, I am. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Um, I am indeed. And uh, my very recent book is uh, called Resilient Woman in Life and Business. The book is available on Amazon. Um, I am one of the 18 co-authors who has contributed a chapter in the book. 
Um, um, these are 18 women leaders uh, who is challenging, uh, who is uh, came through the challenging stories. And in that book, we share in our um, advices, our stories. That is a very inspirational, very deep um, book, which I would strongly recommend to any business owner, regardless, man or woman. Um, and I think it's very, uh, very good piece of wisdom. And also all those authors, they are, we are there in the public domain. Uh, you can uh, reach out to any of those authors who is uh, close to your heart after you read the book and um, see how you can take your business forward. So that is a very, very good resource. And talking about my book, uh, a couple of years ago, I collected all my wisdom about how to automate and streamline the business processes, uh, came up with the author method, which called Rewire Your Business for Success. The book has six steps method, how for the business owner, how to streamline the operational processes and uh, make their life a little bit more easier to, to run their business and more personal time to enjoy. Being a contributor and also being an author, you've obviously been able to learn from other authors, but also to bring something back and give something back to other entrepreneurs who want to grow their businesses too. Yes, that's in, that's indeed the, the idea. And uh, we're doing it on a daily basis in our accountancy practice. And uh, I'm doing it uh, all my working hours when I'm sharing the uh, tips and advices uh, on my Instagram account, in articles, in, in, in different, in any sort of in all sorts of possible ways. So let's move on to your favorite music choice. And you've chosen one of my personal favorites, Living La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Oh, yes. Isn't that classy? I find it absolutely amazing. I love it's it. It's so cheerful. Oh, it's love from first sight. Um, I love it. I think music has to give us inspiration. It has to cheer us up. It has to be bright and, uh, and you know, create the vibe. So you want to going down that is a perfect choice i when i saw that i smiled because that's a, <laughs> that's a great record absolutely brilliant so carrying on with things that make us smile we've got your two favorite sort of box sets here mm. and you've got two series which are friends yeah and modern family why have you chosen those two um I love, I think Friends is absolutely amazing movie. No matter how busy you were at work, if you have a series of Friends next by, it always will cheer you up. I find it absolutely ageless uh, for mm. any age, for any sort of mood you would maybe. Uh, it's something you, it's light, it's funny. And even if, even, it's funny, even if you, look at watch it 400 times which probably i have and i think sometimes we're so serious at work we're so busy with life we're so engaged and deep that the light movie which can make us a little bit more lighter happier um, give us smile this is all you need and so you've chosen modern family as well is that a very similar feeling that you get from that box set 
Yeah, it's modern family, so it is a little bit more modern than their friends, but it's also uh, open up their challenges, modern family faces uh, with the irony and uh, with an interesting angle and different angles of all the characters in the movie. I also like this one. So now that you've shared with us your likes and dislikes, or especially your likes in terms of books, films, and music, we're going to sort of talk about where you're going in terms of the future. And one of the questions I wanted to ask was, how do you balance your role as a licensed accountant and tax advisor with your other business ventures? That's a very good question, Clayton. Um, you balance it by setting up the goal. I think some time ago, I have set up a routine in my life that every morning when this is my working day, the first thing I do, I do the sensor check uh, when I'm looking at my goals for the next year, which I usually set up in January. I follow it to December. I keep it with together with the calendar year. I will look through my goals and I would ask myself, is it what I want to achieve? How I want to achieve and what I need to do today in order to get where I want to be in December. And this is what gives me the perspective because it's so easy when you're a business owner, it's so easy to get carried away with little things, with the operational things and like with the quality control and go bounce back the job you're doing or something. And it drives you away from your big, bold goal. So always do the cross check where you are, where you want to be and what is the next step will take you closer. Overall in the year, there are what, 300 days when you're working maybe hopefully less but overall if you do those 300 steps every day i'm sure you can get to where you want to be in 12 months time indeed so speaking of the future and you say that you plan out your goals in january you're speaking at this year's international accountants forum and awards in june mm. what's that like how is that limbering up for you that is very exciting opportunity we have been approached by the conference organizers they asked me to do the presentation what it's like to run the business and to simplify the accountancy practice to make it to the next level Level. So it is not just the compliance services, but the actual services when you uh, create the difference for the business owners, when you help the small, medium enterprises to grow, when you help the business owners to overcome the challenges. I have spent a lot of time on streamline our internal processes and to build up the team. And I think that our model of accountancy practice I run is very smooth, efficient, and uh, can create a lot of difference. So I'm happy to share our expertise and our cycle with other accountants and tax advisors to excite them that it is possible. Because from what I see from the profession, many accountants uh, and business owners, they think that the accountancy profession is dead because, you know, all those software providers, they 
making all accountants redundant. But what I think is that the smart accountant uh, who can have the passion to support business owners, they always will be a valuable valuable source and they always be busy they're always going to have clients people will often say to me clayton I sp you spoke to that lovely lady elena where can we find her and that would be the question that i would be asking you where can our listeners find you so they can interact with you and engage with your services we try to keep public profile very active we have the whole crew sitting on uh, our instagram linkedin our website and uh, being very responsive to any inquiries we have we have our own dedicated website which is elenamashi.com um, you can find me on any social media and we try to follow the modern steps and also create very uh, valuable and easy content. So like when you can listen to one minute reel and you can get an idea where to move next or how to save tip or maybe to check an area in your business to see if you indeed comply with a certain regulation. So there is a content for any taste you can find in the social media we produce. We also write uh, deep inspirational chapters. Uh, we, I, I personally write uh, technical and inspirational blog and articles in different uh, sources. So just, I've been lucky enough to have unique name. So there are not that many Elena Meschi. Um, so you can Google it and... <laughs> You, you can find any sort of, you know, as they say, you are who Google say you are. So exactly. I checked, I checked my name a couple of times. I think I'm the only anonymous hit in the accountancy world. <laughs> well, that's good to know. But for those that who basically are listening and they're probably got a, a sitting on a train or in a noisy car, it's spelled www.elenameskhi.com. We'll also be adding all those social media details that you have and that you've referred to will be putting those in the show links so people will be able to or the audience will be able to look at those and then basically connect with you directly to see those blogs to see those instagram reels and build a relationship with you amazing i would be delighted if i can touch with our knowledge with our expertise any life of the business owner and help them make it a little bit lighter, a little bit easier, a little bit smoother, and uh, no matter what the challenges are. Uh, and I would definitely encourage if you are not business owner yet, but you are considering and you are thinking about it, I would say go and do it. Just go and do it because if you have thought about it, if you have an idea and you have a slightly cold feet and you don't know how you start and what to do and where to go, just go for it. Because it's much nicer to do it and rather than not to do it and keep thinking about it. Those are very inspirational words. Elena Meski of Elena Meski & Co. Thank you for joining us on the Cashflow Show. Thank you, Clayton. The pleasure was mine. You're most welcome. 
We've come to the end of the Cashflow Show for today, but I would like to say thank you to our guests for taking the time to share their knowledge, wisdom, and insight. If you loved what you've heard on this week's episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts and leave a five-star review and feedback as it really does help. Whilst you're there, listen to some of our other episodes, which you are bound to enjoy. We want to make this the go-to podcast for entrepreneurs wherever they are in the world and spreading the word really is the best way to grow our show and our community to achieve greater things. Be sure to join us next time for real people, real business, real talk.